0: Say he's a technical whiz. Some say he was born in Cornwall. While some say he's on a journey. It's the journey. And here's your host, David Hackett. Hi, everyone. It's David here on another journey. She is an acupuncture physician naturopath, author of the best-selling book, Finding Your Lost Child, Understanding Allergies, Nutrition and Detox Autism Spectrum Disorders, and creator of the Allergy Kit, which is a natural, easy process to eliminate allergies with pay, pain, drugs, or needles, and no doubt she'll talk to us about that. Welcome, Inga Long. Thank you. How did this... For you as a person, how did your journey start in this way for your profession?
1: Well, it uh, started when I came to the United States in 1990. Mm. Uh, I used to live in Venezuela where I was a potter, totally different thing. So I was an artisan and an artist and uh, I used to go to acupuncture every week just to be relaxed and keep my neck and shoulders in, in, uh, in check. Sorry about that. And um, when I came here, I was going to paint a mural together with a friend in Miami. But what happened was that I, the day before we were going to start, I tripped and broke my wrist in five places. So I had all these things sticking out of my arm. So there was no painting or no doing anything thing Of art, and um, so I didn't really know what to do. And um, I started to go to acupuncture for healing of my arm. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, and that was at a school, so I said, Well, maybe I should just start to study acupuncture. I have been interested in health all my life, and my first education was as a, um, as a chemical engineer. And um, not getting a job as a, as a female engineer, I worked in hospitals, in labs. So I was kind of into that anyway. And um, so that was how I started my journey as an acupuncture physician. And um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I loved it. In the beginning, it was hard. I was older. When I started school, it was not as when you are 20 years old to start to mm-hmm. learn things again. And this was a totally new New language, no pun intended. So um, that's how I started. And uh, when I started to understand what it was all about, I understood it that it was totally, totally different modality than anything else.
0: Yeah, so going back to what you're saying, so you became an acupuncture (coughs) physician. For people who don't know, what is a natural. it, yeah, it,
1: well it's often they do acupuncture too it depends it's in different uh, parts of the country in florida there is no licensure for it so i but i'm licensed as an acupuncturist so it's a lot of things are the same Um naturopaths use more american herbs for example and uh, they also are more maybe into functional medicine which is more of a uh, what do you say when it's you you uh, prevent you don't wait until you're sick hopefully Mm -hmm. it's it's uh, a lot of prevention you can for example the tests are totally different from medical doctors the uh, ratios are lower so you can catch people when they have something Maybe coming on like diabetes or something, and uh, and treat it and and with food and uh, diet changes and lifestyle changes. Yeah. So um, the two modalities have a lot in common.
0: So it's very similar sounding, but just yes. different meaning. Mm-hmm. Different. Yes. So, you think? I don't know how, when you started wanting to write this because you said about being a best-selling book, Finding Your Lost Child, Understanding Allergies, Nutrition and Detoxin, Autism Spectrum Disorders. Was autism, that was key to that book?
1: No, it was. um, What happened was that after a couple of years of working with acupuncture, I found some people didn't get the results I wanted or they wanted. And I started on a quest to find out why. And I found that allergies was a big part in uh, people's health, mental health, uh, pain and aches and pains in general, digestive problems, and of course, all the other sneezing and eczema and all that. Mm -hmm. And once when I started with the allergies, I started to see autistic children or children on the spectrum. And... um, Many, of course, they didn't really come for the allergies because at that time uh, and still today, many people don't understand that, for example, temper tantrums and uh, so-called bad behavior in these kids is bad behavior. It's a mm-hmm. it's it's an allergic reaction. So neither the parents nor the kids can help that this happens. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, What's also so hard is that, for example, they go to school and uh, often on Fridays they get, for example, pizza or something or cake or something that is definitely detrimental to these kids. So they get their outbreaks and meltdowns and uh, it's
0: a problem. Because I know from my experience, and this is one thing my listeners and viewers always know I relate to. I always relate to myself in certain circumstances. And I remember being in school, as they would call in England, a primary school over in America, it's known as elementary school. I used to have behaviour problems and they labelled it as behaviour problems. In later life, I found out it was down to all... You know, because I was diagnosed at the age of eighteen with autism. You know, Asperger's. Mm-hmm. But when I was growing up, they didn't give me those tests to find out whether I was on the spectrum or not. They, you know, for so for so long, I was blind to the fact of knowing about autism. And they
1: they didn't know. Um,
0: yeah, and you know, when I was in school, this was the late eighties, early nineties i 'm now thirty eight and I 'm still coming to terms with my diagnosis of asperger's you know autism, whatever you want to label as because for so long, I was blind to it, and I chose not to accept it and to a point, people do ask me now, how do you want to be known and I said, "I want to be known as david i don 't want to be known as David with asperger's i don't want to be known as David with autism
1: yeah i I totally agree. I don't like that we have to be put in boxes. Yeah. And that you are that box. No, you're not. You have certain things that may be a hinder, then you have other things that are probably great. Mm. Because yeah. I know it, with high high functional, like for example, you say you are. You have been diagnosed as Asperger. Most of you are highly intelligent and yes. often think in a out of the box, and maybe that's <laughs> <what's> not so <laughs> accepted.
0: And people misunderstand you as well. I find, as you know, without majorly going into people and how they perceive me, there's some individuals that. I in my life now, not immediately in my life, but who I come into contact with. And they don't understand the functionality of how my mind works, and they misunderstand me, and I feel frustrated because then I think, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the wrong thing? Luckily, I've got the right support behind me to actually say, yes, David did do this, David did do that. But it's got to a stage now where... My mind's overloaded with that post you know individual just for being not being able to understand me
1: Yes, i wonder I think you would also probably benefit from from doing the the allergy kit hmm. because allergies i do use the. Term allergies very loosely, since I have an allergy kit, but it includes the intolerances and <clears throat> and uh, uh, what are the other called when you have too much of it? So these three allergies, intolerances, and uh, senior moment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I one. Been one years old.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> because. You know, as well as sometimes people get indigestion and mm. feel bad, that's because of some kind of an allergic or, or sensitivity reaction. Uh, the gut and the brain are so intimately connected that the gut is called the second brain, for example. So having allergies and Maybe have gut problems. most of the kids on the spe- spectrum they have they have serious uh, gut problems. So by not maybe real, especially as children, they don't really yeah, well they have uh, tummy pains maybe, but they don't put it together that their brains feel different also so that they are getting angry, or they're getting sad, or they're having all these of uh, weird emotions that they don't understand. Mm. And it can um, be a lot from not only what you eat, but also the environmental allergies.
0: Yeah, I learned that over the time, because I also suffer from eczema. Mm-hmm. And they put me through so many tests, because... They trying to determine. This is when I was growing up. They wanted to determine what was causing my eczema to flare up. They wanted to know whether it was because of developmental. They wanted to make it. Wanted to know if it was physical, if it was anything I was eating. So for the first six, seven, up to ten, age of ten, I was limited to not eating pork. I was limited to not eating tomatoes or anything with tomatoes in it eggs I couldn't eat. I couldn't have proper dairy because these little things they thought could trigger my eczema. Yeah. It's
1: uh, it's very common. I mean, these are eggs and uh, those seven seven um, foods that are very common as, as allergens with it. What is it? Egg, milk, wheat, Fish or de- uh,
0: shellfish more than anything else. Yeah, I think I was told not to eat shellfish as well back when I was younger as well. So. Yeah. And now,
1: what can you eat? Everything
0: now? I generally eat everything now. And I put my eczema run up because I've had bad cellulitis linked with it. I put it down to just climate changes. And because, you know, one minute it's hot, one minute it's cold, you know, you can't have one strict weather and my. Because it's weather determined, it affects me more.
1: Yeah, weather well, has often a lot of things doing. To a lot of people, for example, get the headache when when the barometric barometric pressure goes down.
0: Mm, I get bad migraines.
1: <laughs> yeah, same thing. It's just that you don't get the pain; you get the confusion mm. or whatever it is,
0: and irritability. You know, I've always been irritable about certain things, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. My wife will be quick to admit I'm irritable.
1: Well, it's very easy to explain, uh, because when you have allergies, whether it's, as I said, whether it's from food or, or environmental, everything has to go through the liver. The liver has to cleanse everything, right? So it goes on overtime when you have allergies hmm. and you're reacting to the, the food or, or what you smell. And in Chinese medicine, the um, emotion of the liver is anger. So the more toxic you are, the more angry you get or irritable or yeah. frustrated. You know, all these things, they have to do with the liver, that the liver is, is overworked.
0: So overcompensating for the things that you putting into it, if that makes sense.
1: You compensate by I didn't understand.
0: Yeah, basically when you you say about feeding your liver and your liver gets angry, is it trying to compensate what's been put into the liver to build, or is it trying to make it better for itself?
1: Yes, of course. That is, but the side effect is anger because the liver has to work so hard. So if you can take something to calm the liver, like, for example, dandelion or milk thistle or something like that, some herbs that are good for the liver, you can help mm. the liver to detox. And, uh, of course, stay away from the things that makes you not feel good.
0: Mm. Oh. So, that's,
1: so that's really why I, I created the allergy kit. Yeah. Uh, not only for the, uh, for the autism, but for there are so many people who have allergies today and um, of course one of the reasons is because they eat so much wheat and the wheat apart from being very toxic they spray the wheat a couple of days before they harvest it so the leaves will fall off and all the poison goes up in the kernels that we then eat and uh, then it also contains a protein many the gluten contains a lot of proteins. One of them is called gliadin, and it makes holes in the intestinal lining. And this makes the, the partially unprocessed food go out in the bloodstream, and uh, they don't belong there. So the body is starting to make antibodies, and uh, then you create allergies. So that's why some people, all of a sudden, they say, well, like I, I could eat everything, and all of a sudden I can't eat anything. And that's the reason.
0: So, I know I still withdraw on certain foods myself. Like I said, I couldn't eat pork. And I still, don't get wrong, I eat pork sausages, I eat the odd occasion pork chop, but I don't eat bacon, I don't eat ham, I don't eat gammon, I don't eat... Things well,
1: like these, that. Yeah, these are also all processed foods, which is yeah. adding more. It because they all have sugar, they have nitrates, and uh, they are cured, so they have other chemicals in them, and they are processed, and that is definitely not. It's not good for us.
0: <laughs> so, leading our alfie lifestyle. If you did this allergy test, what you've made, would it help you understand where you can go right, where you can go wrong?
1: It's not a test. Hmm. It's really a treatment. So uh, what I call the basic kit is called the allergy kit. I should have brought the the box here. Um, That contains the seven basic vials that you have to start with. Everybody has to start with that. So I have different kits. I have a food allergy kit and an environmental kit and uh, autism starter kit and emotional kit. And they all contain the first seven vials because we are, uh, everybody is sensitive to these seven, the, the things that are in these seven vials. So for example, the first vial contains the energy of egg, chicken, milk, dairy, vitamin C and parasites because we, some people say, oh, I'm vegan. I don't eat chicken or egg or meat. Well, we came from an egg. So that's, we need to be able to absorb the basic protein. When we're born, we get milk. And when we start to eat, we get vitamin C and we are warm blooded animals and we all have parasites even though they don't find them, but we have them. And treatment number two is for sugars because it's sugar in everything, even in breast milk. And uh, with the food, especially here in America, I think the American diet uh, is the root of the bad health of the American people because everything has sugar. It's so much processed food and um, it's not what we're supposed to eat. So um, sugar cravings are like an addiction. And some, some people say it's as, bi- as difficult to get off of sugar as of cocaine.
0: Yeah.
1: So, and uh, often I talk to people, they say, oh, no, I cannot go off. I cannot do, avoid sugar because I crave it so much. So the good thing with the allergy kit is once you treat the sugar... And the sugar has, so to speak, stuck because often they have to do it more than one time. But once it's stuck, they know because they won't have that raving sugar craving. Mm -hmm. For example, one client I had, she said, oh, I can't believe this. I used to eat, get a box of chocolate and when I started it, I had to finish the box. And now I take one piece and I'm content." So that's how it's supposed to be. You're not supposed to crave sugar after you eat sugar. But that happens because we also get candida from all that sugar.
0: So um, where can people look for you and talk, you know, to get this kit and to talk to you about yeah. Getting... So
1: I have I have a, a website, it's called the Very easy. <laughs> and put it in the chat
0: no i will do i'll add it in afterwards when you finish
1: okay so it's the allergy and when you go to the uh, to the site there is a link where you can where you can schedule a free consultation if you have questions about it
0: okay so is there anything else you'd like to talk about today that would help people looking forward into the new year, into 2022?
1: Yes. I know, for example, many people, they are struggling with their weight. And um, I will have some uh, webinars about weight. What I have found with, you know, I've been working with allergies since 98 and um, worked with a lot of people. And I have found that due to cravings to food like the sugar, like the wheat. People, you know, sometimes I say, well, this and this diet. and They say, oh, no, don't take away my my bread. But it takes away the cravings when you do the kit. So it helps you. Of course, you have to change lifestyle. You can't go and eat pizza every day or Burger King or whatever it is. You have to change lifestyle, that's for sure. Mm
0: -hmm. Also
1: to be able to feel good. Yeah. So Nutrition is, is very, very important. And I, I also do coaching with the kids because many people they get feel much, much better, but they're still they still have problems because eating sugar and processed food for many years can, uh, <laughs> can really make people sick.
0: Mm. Okay, so like I said, when we finish and I do the editing, I'll make sure the link is shown somewhere down below, but I'll put it in the description for YouTube as well as the podcast. Okay, But Inga, Inga, it has been a pleasure to get to know you, to talk about allergies and open, this will reach the right people and help them look forward to a more positive way of, looking at things and
1: yes and and that's one thing more when you have allergies and gut problems you don't have the the, the feel-good hormone serotonin because that's made almost 100% in the in the stomach in the in the gut yeah that's another thing to think about so lots of things to think about it was so nice to talk to you
0: thank you but thank (laughs) you for being part of the journey today
1: thank you thank you thank you for inviting me
0: It was The Journey, hosted by Wise Words Imaging, hosted by David Hackett, produced by Melissa Hackett. Be sure to like, subscribe and listen to another journey coming soon.